0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another Cultured Boys discussion. I'm Pepe, and I'm joined by Nathan. And today, we're going to be doing another one of the episodes that we did a couple weeks back called Cultured Boys Explains, where, like, last episode we did of this, uh, I explained Slice of Life, Manga and Anime, and uh, this week it's Nathan's turn. Yay. Not to explain Slice of Life, but <laughs> <laughs> to, <laughs> to explain your choice of genre, Nathan. So what is your choice of genre? Of anime and the manga.
1: genre I shall be explaining to Pepe is the martial arts genre. One I am very familiar with and one that does sort of permeate a little bit into a lot of other franchises, but we're talking ones that are mainly martial arts focused. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it's because it's like, I do know some martial arts manga and anime but you're definitely the guide i'd go to for this kind of stuff if uh i was gonna <laughs> look for recommendations yeah on that
1: it's kind of my bread and butter when it comes to like
0: manga and anime so like is there any like like off the bat are there any select few at all that you go to for like your choice because like, obviously like when i i had like a few suggest ones for my slice of life but what would be like your favorite martial arts Manga and anime. Oh, um, does Dragon Ball count in this as well? It because obviously, does. Dragon Ball started, but then it got a bit more like fantasy. See, kinda. so
1: that sort of also plays into like how I split it. Because with the martial arts manga or like anime, I normally would be like, So, what do you want fantastical or more realistic? Because mm-hmm you know, when it comes to series that are like hand-to-hand combat, yeah, you can just do a realistic one, and that's fine. It'll work. Or you yep. can go, you know, a little more crazy, some supernatural stuff. So you got your Dragon Balls and your Fisted North Stars, a little yeah. more crazy, a little more like mm-hmm. out there, you know, things like your Ranma Halfs, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But then you've got, like, your more grounded ones that are, like, a little more realistic. So, you know, like Hajimino or to some extent, History's Strongest Disciple, or, you know, like Hinomaru's Sumo, you know, like stuff like that, where it's a little more like, okay, yeah, you you know what they're doing, and it is based in an actual, like, combat sport or martial art, but mm-hmm. they've got this slight fantastical element because it's like, you know, they got named moves, and like, this guy is that, and that, and that, but yeah. it's not like Draggable where they're flying, and they've got key. Or fisted the off style where, you know, <laughs> they, their techniques explode you from the inside or tear you from the outside, kind of thing. Like,
0: yeah. So, like, uh, one of my questions was like, I'd be like, um, obviously, you're very familiar with the different, like, fighting martial arts mangas and stuff and yes. anime. Um, but, like, like for something for, like, uh, Hajime no Rippo or Hinomarizumo, for example, sports that certainly I wouldn't be that knowledgeable on. Yes. I I love Mano Zumo, but I have like no knowledge on sumo wrestling all techniques and stuff like that. And same with boxing really. I have no idea like it like until like today where like we'll talk about this a bit later where Nathan has asked me to watch Hajime no Rippo. Yes. So I have watched it So I, I I like I haven't seen it before, so that's that. But we'll get back to that later. But my question is um obviously with those sort of manga and anime they tell you they give you a little rundown of the the sport itself, yeah, and the rules are like go inside or whatever. Like, have you have you ever been like invested in real life sports like uh, sumo or boxing like that? Like, has it or like is it vice versa? Did you jump on this not knowing anything about the sport, find out more, get interested in it, or did you know the sport beforehand and read the manga? Like, is there any so or
1: those two specific examples,
0: yeah, I
1: had like bare minimum knowledge you know like i knew of each sport i sort of knew what it looked like and what sort of happens mm-hmm. but i hadn't had like interest beforehand and then like i saw clips of Oppo and was like what is that that looks really cool mm-hmm. i started reading it and you know got a bit invested in boxing and as most people do you go through a phase Where you're like, oh, you know, I want to get healthier, a bit more fit. What can I do? And it's like, oh, boxing looked pretty good. So there were several times in that instance where I almost took up boxing.
0: (laughs) Jeez. Uh,
1: (laughs) Never actually got as far as to actually do it. But I thought about it. And uh, definitely sumo always seemed kind of like interesting in a way because it was like Mm -hmm. mysterious. Until... Hinomarizumo, where you know you actually learn more of the intricacies of the sport itself, and that mm-hmm. in itself definitely did spark like more of an interest. Which I mean, you can agree on. Well, after we both started reading it, you know, and the last time we took a trip to Japan, like, yeah, <laughs> we were gonna go watch a sumo match, but tickets sold out, so we went and did a sumo experience instead. We watched some, we did, yeah, we went to one of the stables and watched a bunch of the wrestlers like train. And, like, yeah, you might have done that outside of having any interest in sumo just because, you know, it's Japanese culture. But, like, Mm -hmm. I know for a fact, like, for us specifically, reading that manga sort of played into that, you know? Yeah,
0: like, we don't, there's, like, some knowledge of it, at least. Like, because I think the first time I went to Japan, like, I went to, uh, it is Ryogoku, isn't it? Yeah. Is Ryogoku? Yeah. Yeah. we went there and like we had a look around, and I had like some knowledge of the sumo stuff, but like barely anything. And then next time we we went, um, I had a bit more knowledge of it. And I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. This makes sense. I know a bit more. So it's 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 interesting how <laughs> as bad as weird as it may sound or whatever. Like some people probably hear this and like, really, <laughs> you, you really read this. Like it, reading this kind of manga, like Hina Sumo, does educate you on the sport a little bit, even if like it's <laughs> from a fantastical, like, yeah. perspective and like a heightened perspective, arguably as well. But um, you do learn sh- stuff. You it, do learn. Yeah,
1: stuff. it's not a bad source material because again, yeah. it's a little more grounded. It's not as if you mm-hmm. were like I don't know. Like for example, let's say you wanted to get into wrestling, right? Yeah, but like not like the actual. Like sport of wrestling, but like you want it mm-hmm. to be like uh in WWE or something, right? But all you've seen is Kaniku man. <laughs> that's not going to help you. Okay, yeah.
0: absolutely not. Right, that's not going to help you. Yeah, yeah, okay,
1: you might be able to think of a character and a theme and stuff, but like when it comes to the actual like participation, that's not going to help you. You're gonna have <laughs> no knowledge, right?
0: Yeah, you don't. You're not gonna go out there like doing the Kaniku Buster or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas, like,
1: yeah. I'm not saying just because I've read Hajimino Opa, now I'm going to go out there and I'm going to start gazelle punching and Dempsey rolling <laughs> around, like, and taking people down. No, but it gives you more of an appreciation for the training, the effort that goes in, mm-hmm. and the sort of background of what happens in these, like, real life sports. And it's, I know, even though we're saying sports, these are mm-hmm. still martial arts like martial arts yeah, are basically absolutely. just any hand to hand combat really
0: yeah like and off off what you were saying earlier like about um like the kind of realism of those two mangas like you get guaranteed like the manga authors of those Definitely done their research into it. They wouldn't have just gone in blind and oh, be like, yeah, oh yeah, sure. I'm just gonna create a, a series with no prior knowledge to this whatsoever. Like you know, for the fact, if you're writing that kind of story, you would have done research into the sport itself, like what kind of stuff goes down. Obviously, yeah. to tell the story, you will have to heighten it, and it's a manga, so there's gonna be panels where like stuff is elongated, but it is based in realism at the end of the day. Like it, it as like I a mean, real fact. The
1: it, thing so. is with most of the at least the ones that I've read in the martial arts like genre there's always a slight fantastical element yeah but (laughs) it it, like the range is from like zero to a hundred again it can go from anything to like it's a normal you know set of punches but he's given it a name or you know it's a kick but somebody's given it a name to Mm -hmm. this guy is it's so special. I mean, like, Hajimino Uppo is the perfect example. His mm-hmm. first special punch is called the gazelle punch. Mm-hmm. But all it is, is he's using all the power in his legs because he's shorter than most other people mm-hmm. to do an uppercut. So he goes lower and gains more kinetic energy I guess, and yeah. then springs up. But that's called a gazelle punch because they say it looks okay. like a gazelle. But then he's got yeah. other characters in there. I forget the character's name but he starts off as a villain and basically he's got really long arms so he's got like massive reach but his special technique is literally like he can punch from weird directions because you, he goes out of your field of vision so it's like he whips (laughs) you with his fist and then it's like drawn Uh, like a whip or like one of the champions Date-san has like the spiral punch where he spins his fist as he hits you but if he hits you in the heart and Compresses your chest, which is real. Yeah, if you compress the chest enough, it causes your body to have a panic response and you shut down. Jesus, okay, so like it's like fantastical mixed with like real stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know know certain things about that, yeah. Uh, Like,
1: (laughs) but that's kind of what I love about that sort of like this whole genre. Like, depending on who's writing it and the research done, like you learn some of the weirdest things. It's always going to be like a, a strange little tidbit, but it's no, you're never going to really sort of use that information. Mm-hmm. But it, you're learning something, you know?
0: So yeah, I mean, <laughs> like we said, it's kind of like what we said about Bakuman as well. Like you learn stuff, like, it's, it's, like it is like is kind of based in real life, and you do pick up real life facts. It, like obviously through a manga, but it, it gets there. Yeah, <laughs> if you if you're learning about it, that's learning, right? Yeah, <laughs> Something. Exactly. Like it it, it could spur you on to actually do more research and actually find out more stuff yourself if you really were that into the actual subjects itself.
1: Yeah, and I find that's often what it is, mm-hmm. at least for me personally. When I read. Because a lot of these, the appeal of a martial arts manga to me is
0: mm-hmm.
1: most of the time when you start from the beginning, your protag is going to be kind of like yourself, almost like. Almost like you could put yourself in that person because they don't know what's mm-hmm. going on, some sort of situation happens, they're underdogs, and then they go off and learn for whatever reason. And then you get invested because you're watching this person or reading, you know, like you're reading as this character grows and overcomes challenges like they learn new techniques they learn philosophy from like the discipline of their chosen martial art or whatever you know like there's like this whole build up but then you also get these cool action scenes and depending on settings you know there might be tournaments there might just be like in the case of like history's strongest disciple there's just like fights that take place in the streets away from everyone else, like the underground, <laughs> yeah. the light side and the dark side. But there's also the humorous ones, you know, like it's not all serious. Like we mentioned before, like Dragon Ball was probably one of the most well-known martial art, quote unquote mangas, at least in the beginning. And that was all comedy. Ranma half has got his comedy and that's martial arts. Like,
0: so as someone that like, has no, knowledge of Ranma Half whatsoever, but I've heard like literally it's one of the most famous mangas out yeah. there. Like what what is Ranma Half? Like I've I've seen it, but I've never read it. And it's big. And like, should so, I pick this
1: up? It's quite an old one. So it's it's hard to say. I'd say you might like it more, Pepe, because it does get quite slice of lifey. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's basically about the main character Ranma. Who is his father, and I forget the main girl, the um heroine's uh name, but their dads basically have set them up. There's an arranged marriage that's supposed to take place, mm-hmm. but um, there's all these pool, like these pools of water, these like ponds or whatever. Some of them are cursed. Um, Ranma's dad happens to fall in one. And every time he gets wet, he get he turns into a panda. Ranma falls into one, and every time he gets wet, he turns into a girl. So that's why it's called Rama <laughs> One Half or Ranma Half, because he's a boy and a girl. uh uh-huh. And it's it's martial arts based because uh I believe if I'm remembering correctly, it's been a long time since I've seen this series. Mm-hmm. Um but basically Ranma was supposed to basically marry this girl. I think her name's Akane. Um, And her family have a dojo, from what I remember. So like it was going to be like the marriage of two martial arts families. And uh, basically, it's the fallout of Ranma having to come to grips with that the situation of sometimes he turns into a girl when he's wet. And the fact that he has to deal with this arranged marriage that him and Akane don't want. And it's sort of like everybody's dealing with all these weird situations.
0: Okay. Yes, it sounds quite fun. Then it
1: it is actually it can be quite funny, and again, like I think you personally, Pepper, you might like it because it is like sort of sitcommy, a bit slice of lifey. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it is also a bit of a harder one to recommend sometimes because it is <laughs> quite old. I believe it came out in like the eighties. So.
0: I think so. Yeah. It's one of those like legendary ones.
1: Oh yeah, it, it's like super famous.
0: Okay. Yeah. Fair. Fair. I can get a bit on, uh, you know what I'm like, I can get on board with a bit (laughs) of comedy, (laughs) a bit of martial arts comedy.
1: That's, uh, That's definitely one I would probably recommend to maybe someone who sort of wants to get into a series that's like martial arts theme, but maybe not so heavy on the actual like combat side of things. Like martial arts is used and it is featured, but it's not the main point. The main point is that the main character and his dad, if wet, turn into weird, <laughs> s- they just turn into something else.
0: It's really interesting. but Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> it's, it's, I, I watched. It's that. an interesting concept. It's a really interesting concept.
1: I, I watched though. that back when I was like 12. So it's a long, yeah, long time ago. A bit hazy. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm quite kind of surprised they didn't make it to the West in that kind of sense. But it, do you think it was just because it was too old at that point that we didn't um, see it anywhere?
1: It did, though. I I watched it from a family member who had it on DVD. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, so
0: like like on TV kind of thing? You oh, on TV, but
1: probably. That. It's probably because it was a bit old, but also yeah. probably because at the time when we were watching stuff on TV, like that, probably was a bit too weird. To go even as, it. like, yeah. even for anime to go on after nine o'clock after watershed, like, it would <laughs> still be too weird because it's like, hang why is that guy a girl now? And why is, yeah, why is that guy into the
0: girl that
1: was a boy?
0: And it was kind of still when, like, the West was kind of like, when we were like the younger, it was like we were just about we were getting Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z and stuff, so yeah. yeah,
1: and it's also old, sort of older Japanese humor, so there's still a lot of situations where it's like. Haha, somebody walked in whilst Ranma's changing, but Ranma's a girl now, (laughs) because he's a guy before, he doesn't know about underpants, like... Oh, goodness me. Or, you know, like, oh, Ranma was a girl, and then he dried off or got hit with hot water, now he's back as a guy, but all the girls were around, like...
0: <laughs> Again, sitcom okay, kind yeah, of that kind of. Yeah, yeah that.
1: I, there's a Japanese I can imagine why it didn't come over with everything else okay, yeah, despite yeah, its yeah. like status, but mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, those small explanations in itself sort of
0: tell you yeah. everything. <laughs> so, like when we first started this channel, like we were like we did a video of like what our top five top five manga and anime yep. series were. And two of yours, like quite near the top from what I remember, were Dragon Ball and Fist and North Star. Yes, I think they were actually the first, the top two. I, if I remember.
1: believe they were my top two. Yes. Yeah.
0: So obviously those are very fantastical. Has a, like have a bit more of a fancy element to them. Like Dragon Ball a bit more later on, like Dragon Ball Z more than later on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and obviously Fist and North Star is yeah, like there's heads blown up and all that kind of stuff. Yes. But like, would you say from that that you would always more likely go towards a fantasy martial arts manga rather than a grounded, more realistic one.
1: I wouldn't actually say I lean one way or the other, to be fair. Mm -hmm. Um, Those two are my favorites, or my top two, just because of uh, how long I've been familiar with the franchises. Like, Mm -hmm. Dragon Ball is my first ever anime. So like it holds a very special place, you know, and I've been living the whole like sort of Dragon Ball franchise ever since I was like four years old. Story's been told, but yeah, like Dragon Ball. So that one's, you know, it could not have any of that stuff. And I might, I probably still like it because I actually do quite enjoy the original Dragon Ball before when it was still like martial arts and not so heavy on key and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Fist of the North Star is my one of my favorites, just because at the time, when I was reading it, I was like 15, 16. So it's kind of like that perfect time where you're like, oh, I really want violence and gore, and <laughs> it's got a story, and it's an okay story, but like it's mostly about watching Kenshiro walk around blowing heads up and yeah. beating up other people. Even though he's righteous, he is on the side of good, but still hokuto shinken is the ultimate assassin fist so you know i but again i wouldn't say i lean one way or the other i think personally i just enjoy the action of it all the growth of the characters mm-hmm. interactions and sort of sometimes i i find it interesting how a character might overcome a certain combat situation because it's like, it comes down to like the mental aspect and technique rather than like sometimes the raw strength of a
0: person. I get that. I guess it is like, obviously it is all about the fights and it's like the underdog, like champing over someone that is yeah. obviously tougher like stuff like, like you said before. It's like, um, yeah. it's a journey really. Cause obviously, like you said, it's someone that starts off in the series, at like, a very minimal knowledge or like a special skill, but like really basic knowledge of what's going to happen and yeah, then the exactly. build up really yeah
1: it's uh yeah, it's that and it's also like sometimes you just get like it, it's really strange origins like one of my favorite from a, a little while ago uh was a manga called Karate Shokoshu uh Kohinata Minoru
0: <laughs>
1: and it's about this guy Minoru or everyone calls him by his surname Kohinata right mm-hmm. he was actually a gymnast And he's always been quite a meek guy, but he's very nimble and very flexible. Mm -hmm. He has a girlfriend who he gets into a fight because some guy tries to assault his girlfriend. But he gets beat up and he doesn't like that he can't defend his girlfriend and that he also can't defend himself. Everyone takes the piss because he's a meek guy. He's a nice guy. And so he mm. decides to join the karate club, and through his like flexibility, he he can pull off some like fancier moves. Uh, I believe it was like this sort of like roundhouse like axe kick. Uh huh. That was like his signature move for a long time because most karatekas can't do that because they focus more on the actual forms, so they're not like mm. flexible enough to do this like weird kick that's a one off yeah but he kokonata throughout the entire series his biggest problem was because he was a gymnast before he doesn't have the actual like physical strength to do a lot of damage but he always sort of relied on his speed and flexibility mhm and it often you sort of saw him have to really work for his wins but because you were reading it as it happens you sort of felt like his win was your win, and it was like a really good payoff. And that one's also probably one of the more grounded ones that I've ever read. Like more, probably one of the more realistic ones, in my opinion, because they didn't really have like special moves or anything.
0: How long ago did this, did this come out? Like, do you know how old this uh, movie
1: is? F- I believe that came out in the late two thousands and finished, I think, around twenty ten ish.
0: 2011. Oh, wow. So it had like a kind of short run then.
1: Yeah. It has a sequel series, but I hadn't gotten around to reading it. Yeah. Okay. It sort of still has uh, Minoru in it and it sort of focuses on him, but there's like a new character as well. But I hadn't got
0: okay, that far. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But it does sound quite interesting as a concept actually. Like The, the transition from one sport to another does sound quite fun. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I also learned that like
1: when you're a karateka or, like, a practitioner of karate, if you want to make that, like, a profession, typically they end up taking up kickboxing and becoming, like, Mm. kickboxers as well. I didn't know that before that. It's really random information to know, but (laughs) like... (laughs) (laughs) That
0: is quite interesting, like, yeah, real life stuff. And then, like,
1: yeah, they do that and then it becomes, you know, they transition into MMA and then, yeah, it's like a whole thing. It's like a whole progression level. I didn't even know about I just thought you did karate until you sort of got bored or finished and then was like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> like, I guess you could do like
0: Olympics. Karate's in the Olympics, isn't it? I think so. It was a judo. I don't remember. <laughs> I think it's... I swear Judo is, isn't it? I, I don't know. Yeah, but that's <laughs> the thing. Um, I wanted to talk quickly about uh the anime. You recommended, yes. as I said earlier as well. Uh, Hajime no Rippo. Ah, so... Classic. This, this series is still ongoing, right? I believe so, yes. Yeah, and from when we started, I remember when we were back in, like, sixth form, like, school together. Like... This is like in its like thousands of chapters, right?
1: Uh, when we were in sixth form, it was coming up to a thousand. I remember it was a big deal when it finally hit a thousand because it was the first one most of us had ever known that had that many chapters.
0: Yeah, so it was it was one of those ones that oh, you go start reading this. It's like yeah, it's like basically the meme of what One Piece is right now. Pretty it much. was like oh, would you want to start One Piece because it's got this many like this much content? But Hajime Hikaru at the time had already reached that 1000 chapter mark or whatever like or, pro- or was approaching it um but yeah you recommended me to read or watch a part of this didn't yes, you
1: yes because typically if i'm going to try and convince someone about like a martial arts series or sort of like a cool action anime I tend to think of Hajime no Ippo because I think it's got some really cool scenes, which is why you probably often have seen the clips all over the internet. I I was gonna say just on YouTube, but like all over the place because it's animated really well, and plus because it's like realistic with a hint of fantasy. So like, yeah, you know, whenever Ippo is in a fight and he gets that go ahead and does that Dempsey roll and you see all of that like <laughs> wind moving with his fists and each hit like you just feel the impact of everything mm-hmm. and it like just really gets you hyped for everything that's going on in that scene just then and that's why I wanted Pepe to watch it because it's that's what I really feel when I'm mm-hmm. experiencing the martial arts genre is that hype level each time like that excitement to see something happen
0: so like uh it's a bit of a weird one for me because my only uh access to Hajime no Ippo was basically to uh watch it on Crunchyroll yep and uh the way that the Hajime no Wippo anime starts the one that's available on Crunchyroll anyway because I think it's called Hajime no Wippo uh the i can't remember that it's got like a subtitle yeah like a, i a think title. the I can't one what it is.
1: available to us on Crunchyroll might be part way
0: into the series it definitely is <laughs> <laughs> uh um i think it's called the fighting or something like that i had you know the fighting i believe it's called uh um, i don't remember <laughs> but any <laughs> anyway. anyway um yeah so it starts where he's already become champion spoiler alert, i guess but <laughs> uh, yeah uh, i mean spoilers are
1: not because it's like it's an old series too
0: yeah um and at this point he's defending his title for the fourth time uh so i don't know how far along the series that is i
1: don't remember it's been a while since i read Hajime no oipo as well i think the furthest i ever got was maybe 800 something
0: chapters in and that was quite a while ago yeah so it, uh, so what it did if, if this episode like for any, like just a little rundown because you you've read the manga you haven't watched the anime at all I assume
1: I've only ever maybe. watched clips but yeah, I, yeah. Re- I read the manga
0: so where this starts out I believe it must be like uh like a, the anime must have taken a break at some point and it came back
1: I think so because I think that's maybe after where I've read i um I don't know okay really like, okay I don't remember if I've seen him become champion because the last thing I remember clearly in my head, was that he was trying to become champion.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: But, like, it's it's only... It's not really a spoiler, even, to me. Because, like, mm-hmm. as the progression of things go, he was going to become champion.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is, like, kind of, like, him defend like defending his belt for the fourth time.
1: Yeah, and that might... Depends on which belt it is, as well. Like... Because it might just be, like, the Japan... Featherweight champion because he was a featherweight. That's a. I mean, yeah, it's from yeah. this series that I learned the different like weight classes of boxing. Like mm-hmm. I only sort of knew what heavyweight was, but I didn't. Yeah, I didn't understand anything else. But yeah, so like maybe I don't. I don't know. Maybe he's finally where that anime picks up. Maybe he finally became the world featherweight champion, and he's defending mm-hmm. his title there. I know when I was reading he hadn't yet because okay. the current featherweight champion was just this like absolute beast of a person uh, like undefeated for ages and was basically herald almost as like the grim reaper of boxing because he <laughs> like utterly destroys you
0: to the point where you mm-hmm. just give up their sport. Okay. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this one like with, with the anime the way it started off cuz it's episode 1 of the fighting and it's like it starts off with Ippo's backstory with yep. his dad. And obviously it goes it, like that's probably like the first 10 minutes of it. Um and
1: okay, that's probably def- that's definitely further cuz I don't remember really ever seeing his dad cuz like at the very right, in the
0: backstory at all.
1: I don't think so because at the very, I I know he's him and his mum run a fishing boat. Yeah, and that's why he had good balance, and that's why people reckoned he would be good at boxing.
0: So yeah, I did not know any of this. So is this, I just assumed the whole thing was like a retelling, just so people could catch up on his backstory. But no. clearly, this is just like okay, <laughs> it's like, actually is like just actual. The...
1: So basically, Ippo helps his family business. He had no interest in boxing. And then he was getting beat up one day. Mm-hmm. He was getting bullied. And then one of the senpai from the gym that he ends up going to and mm-hmm. being a member of uh, comes along, scares the guys away. Mm-hmm. And Ipo sort of gets enamored with the way the guy was moving.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, yeah, that's how the boxing starts. He goes and finds okay, out if the yeah. guy's a boxer. And I think... <laughs> if i remember correctly like tomorrow said something to the effect of like try and catch the leaves falling from the tree uh-huh and uh try and catch 10 leaves or something and uh, Ippo just keeps practicing and practicing he's got good foundation cuz he works on his family's like f- small fishing boat all the time and he carries loads of stuff for everybody so like mm-hmm. he's built and he's also like got good like footing So, like, he's got a good basis for boxing or something. Mm -hmm. Again, it's a long time since I've read the start of Hajime no but that's basically, like, the breakdown
0: of why he started. That's nuts, because I didn't get any of that from the first episode that I watched. (laughs) It literally, where I started, it's it's thrown in. Uh, There's a bit of backstory about his dad, and then... Yeah, some guy comes after his belt. Uh his name is uh Iwo uh, Shimabukuro. Uh he is also like he's fighting Ippo because he's also a son of the sea. Is how oh, he describes it.
1: Maybe yeah. no, I know, I remember that bit then. So it's not super far in if 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 it's where I think it is. Because that Shimabukuro was the first person to give Ippo a different challenge. Basically, like I told you before. In that world, Ippo has always been shorter than most of the other boxers. So his advantage was that they couldn't see him a lot of the time because they had to look down. Which is why his gazelle punch worked. Because he always could go lower to the ground than anyone else. But that fight was hard for Ippo because Shimabukuro is actually shorter than him. And it was the first, one of the first times Ippo ever had to fight someone shorter than him. And he never
0: experienced that before. So, ah, see, they don't bring this up at all. Like, this comes... The way the anime tells it is that, like, um, Shimabukuro puts out a statement saying he will be the one to defeat the Dempsey role.
1: Yeah, because uh, Shimabukuro is, like, a rock.
0: Yeah. But, like, he doesn't actually say how he's going to do it. And then they they just jump straight into it. They might cut a lot I mean, of stuff around it. <laughs> they, maybe they because... do,
1: or maybe it's in other, like, following episodes or something. But, like, the context to all of that is basically... Shimabukuro is, like, known for being, like, a stonewall.
0: Mm. Yeah, he's hench So he yeah. just, like,
1: yeah, he just, like, turtles up, and he tanks all the hits, and then basically when you're tired, he starts wailing on you. So his plan was to just, like, do that against the Dempsey roll, and then when Ippo's tired, because Dempsey roll takes a lot of energy, because you're doing, what's it? You're doing, like, a lot of swaying yeah. along with your hooks. So each sway, you throw a hook as well so you get all the momentum and then it's like a much tougher punch but like that's quite like early on in Ippo's like professional boxing career so he's you know he's he sort of got it down but he still gets tired from it he can't Dempsey roll too much but that one became that was a really good fight too because it basically Mm. was two guys turtling up against each other exchanging blows and just holding their breath it's like waiting for the first person to just give up. It was a game- it was like a match of chicken like
0: the, it was literally that like it was like, who can hold out longer so they, both of them had like the amount of stamina like or whatever it's just a, it's just so yeah, who can hold out longer basically, which is quite interesting. um the thing is about the anime as well is that like this really felt well paced oh well in in some cases, I don't know if well paced is the word fast paced is definitely the word for it because this whole fight goes over two episodes yeah and um obviously as i said like the first half of the first episode is backstory and him learning that he's his belt's being challenged um and what happens is uh, after the first episode i like i watched that one and it ends on a kind of cliffhanger and i was like well i kind of want to see what happens next and uh, i was genuinely like Engrossed in it, I was watching like, okay, shit, what's gonna happen next? What's gonna happen next? Like, there's it got to like round five or whatever, mm-hmm. and then it's like either one's letting up, and then one of them slips, and I think like I think it was Ippo that slips up, my like yeah slightly, and that's where it's like shit, he's actually gonna go down, he's gonna lose his title, and like you see like all the crowds reacting to it as well, like oh my god, no, don't lose it, yeah. don't lose it. Like, everyone's on his side, and then like he pulls it back, and Like, that's in the space of the second episode. Like, so, also, (laughs) like, you're wondering this whole time, like, this Shirobukuro has issued a statement saying he's going to defeat the Dempsey role. And for the whole time, like, Ippo's not doing the Dempsey role because he's so scared that
1: it's going to get busted up, yeah.
0: Yeah. So he's not doing it, and Ippo gets pushed to the edge, he's like, I'm going to do it. And that's when the whole blow-for-blow exchanges comes through. And that's when you get, like, oh, crap, what's going to happen in this next fight? It, it, It is, like like you said, like, if not martial arts, you it really does engross you in the action, and it keeps you guessing. It doesn't feel like oh, it's a one sided fight. This feels like 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 Ippo could just loses his title right now, and like he's like both characters had one loss by the sounds of it. They had like kind of very similar yeah. records. It's only that like, um yeah, they Ippo basically like, like
1: almost were like the exact same fighter, just yeah. from different parts of the country.
0: Yeah. And it's good though, it, like it is really interesting as a uh, the f- first two episodes I saw. Like, um, it is like I do want to see more, but I also kind of want to know more about the backstory as well because there's a whole bunch of characters in there.
1: Yeah, you won't know, <laughs> you won't know any of them. And
0: yes. I, I was like, they, they had, <laughs> they had like major lines, and then there's his coach as well. I want to know like how his oh co- like, yeah coach. His coach dang yeah, I w- and then there's like the assistants, and then like. Yeah, I I just wanted to know more about these characters. It's a shame that I couldn't wasn't able to start off at the original start of the series, uh, because I think I actually would have been really like this. Kind of felt like you know when you first watched, like you probably have a different uh, scenario to me. But when I first watched Dragon Ball Z. You're thrown into these characters, and everyone kind of knows each other. Krillin knows Goku, and then they're like, hey, Krillin, how's it going? And you're like, oh, okay, these guys just know each other. That, that's fair. Obviously, they have a backstory you don't know about. And that's how it felt watching the Hajime no fight. I, I, I was could just imagine like...
1: that. It'd be really weird, especially by that point. Ippod's been with the gym for a long time. He's got all his yeah. senpai. There's like, I don't think is around by that point anymore or whatever is like, rival's called. But, like, he had a rival as well from the same gym who ends up, like, getting better than him every turn, like. But you see why I told you to get, like, watch this one out of any. Yeah. Because this one really, like, you just get sucked in. It's so good. There's a reason why, like, anyone who has seen it, if you tell them or mention Hajime no Opo, there's normally not a bad thing to be said. And that's why, to explain this genre, I was like, I have to, I have to get you to experience it.
0: Yeah. It's it's is really enjoyable. I'll tell you what, it's it kinda does throw me back to like something like History's Strongest Disciple a little bit. Yeah. But this feels more grounded. Um and like it it's right, like you're right. It's always about how the character overcomes uh, a new hurdle in his way or her way or whatever. And it's interesting. It is a really interesting uh manga. I I kind of just want to, (laughs) I do want to say I want to carry on with it, but it's tough for me because I don't know the whole backstory and I kind of want to know more. Like maybe I could read the manga somewhere or something if I can find a source. I
1: think also the anime has been done a fair few different times. So it's been split up like probably a million different ways.
0: Mm. it's so tough to like navigate that especially when you like you want to get into a new, new series like that It's like how where do I start like you have to do your proper research sometimes when it yeah. comes to this, especially if an older manga, manga like this um, but yeah I enjoyed it I really did enjoy it I'm um, glad you
1: did I re- I'm really really happy you did because Hajime if UFO is one of my one of my like top five martial arts if I had to say like that list
0: nah I get that what would be your top three then? Of like, if it was like martial arts, like what would, what would your top Ooh, three? Oh, um, if you were gonna tell anyone, or, like kind of recommendations, kind of mix like top three. What, what would you go for?
1: Uh, I would say still Dragon Ball, still Fist North Star, <laughs> um,
0: yeah. and
1: then third probably would be Hajime no Ippo. To be fair, it's real close. <laughs> I almost yeah. said uh, Karate Shokoshu. Or yeah. Shikoshi uh, Kokinata Minoru, uh, Minoru, but that one's a little more, as far as I ever knew, no one else had ever heard of it. So Haji no is a little more well known. I feel like it's a little more accessible. And there's other ones I didn't even mention, but they're like, <laughs> they're, they're even more unknown. So yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, if there's like any particular one that's unknown, like that you think is very niche. What would you recommend? Like, if like everyone's looking for a series they've never heard of before, martial arts one, what the, like a really good niche one, what would you recommend?
1: It's another boxing one, but I really liked a series called uh, Rikudo. Mm-hmm. And it's basically this kid called Rikudo who has been like living just the shittiest life. Like, it's dad did not care, beat him all the time, but. Like, this kid was basically trained to have, like, a killer spirit. So, when he boxes, he is cold-hearted. He doesn't think about the other person at all. He is about getting the most effective killer punches in. Wow, okay. So, the kid has to basically, like, prize fight to survive. Until he gets taken into a proper gym. And he has to, like... is basically he then gets to live like a normal life and he has to sort of relearn everything and get rid of these like killer instincts. Mm -hmm. But that, I really, really enjoyed that one. Uh, I was also, it's a little more well-known than that. I feel like it's actually one of the better known ones and you've probably also heard of it too because it used to turn up a lot. Uh, At one point I was reading Tough and I don't know why I stopped reading that one. I think that one's also boxing, but that might be MMA. Okay, yeah, it
0: does It does ring a bell. Um, like, if I showed although, you a picture
1: yeah. of it, you probably would recognize it. It We used to see it a lot. But yeah. just back then, none of us ever touched
0: it. I feel like you've reason. definitely mentioned this before as well. It sounds really Yeah,
1: I, I was reading it yeah. for a little while. I think I maybe read, like, 20 or 30 chapters, and for whatever reason, I stopped. But, yeah, like, for an unknown one, I'd say Rikudo. And mm. then, like, you know, I've probably mentioned so many different ones. In this episode alone, and just in general, when talking about things like (laughs) I I put it on the list, but from our Manwa episode, The Breaker as well, that whole series that's martial arts, a little fantastical, but that's also martial arts. So if you're into Manwa, that's a good one. And then there's also, you know, I guess it's underground now because it's also dead, but uh, Neru, (laughs) Way of the Martial Artist from earlier in the year.
0: Oh, yeah. I liked
1: it. I thought it was good, but no one <laughs> else did, so that's why it's dead. <laughs> Another one on my list of dead manga. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P.
0: <laughs> Fair, man. Um, but yeah, is there anything else uh, you'd recommend about that like, or what you'd think anyone else would be missing out on um, martial arts? Like, if you would say like a final word, I guess, about this, what would it be?
1: I would say... Go and try any of the series I've mentioned. If at any point you've heard one of the descriptions I gave or a small explanation of one of them and you think you might like what you heard, please do go and try it. They are all really good series and they all have like the same sort of like overarching story. The main character is participating for whatever reason to become the best of the best. For whatever reason, they, they, it's always something different, but you do always get some good side characters, great character interaction, growth, and you always get to see some cool fights. And let's face <laughs> it, that's the most important part. That is true. That's what you want there. That's that's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, a lot of the ones I mentioned also have animes, so you know, yeah, like Hinomaru Sumo, uh, Fist of the North Star, Wippo. Dragon Ball, obviously, run my Half, like history's strongest disciple. Lots of them have animes, so if you don't want to read, you can watch it.
0: <laughs> it's accessible for everyone.
1: Exactly. Fair, man, well,
0: should we end it there? Do you think? Is it yeah, good points. Yeah,
1: I think that's a good time to start saying thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget, check us out on podcast platforms and follow us on Twitter, and we will catch you next week for another Cultured Boys. Bye. Bye.